Hi everyone and welcome to Games Are Fun, the weekly video game podcast show that talks about video game news stories and highlights. My name is Luke and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Games Are Fun. Everyone, the time has finally come. We have a release date for Death Stranding. So that's the first thing I'm going to be talking about in today's show, talking about Death Stranding, the new trailer that we saw. Also, all the details around pre-order and special edition bundles and whatnot. Um, Secondly, I'm going to be talking about the Pokemon conference that happened earlier this week. It was a really weird conference, so I wanted to talk about it and share some of the things that were announced during it. And then lastly, I'm going to be talking about what games you can play if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber for June 2019. Uh, Two free games there. As of the time of this recording, we still don't know what is coming for Games with Gold. Uh, Major Nelson hasn't released what games are going to be coming out next month, as well as what games are going to be available on Game Pass. But I'm sure by the time this podcast episode is uploaded, that's going to be all over the internet because we're only a couple days away from June. So, uh, But before we get to all those interesting stories, just a reminder that Games Are Fun is a weekly video game podcast. It airs every Tuesday. Uh, Basically, each week I talk about video games. I'm talking about major news stories, breaking news, kind of like the Death Stranding stuff that I'm going to be talking about today. And other times I'm just talking about my experiences with video games, what games I've been playing, what games I like, what games I'm looking forward to in the future, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, if you like the show, make sure you subscribe to whatever platform you're listening to it on. Of course, it's available on all the major podcast services iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casting. Uh, just basically search for Games Are Fun on whatever podcast service you use and it should come up. So if you like the show, make sure you subscribe on there and also share it with a friend. If you know somebody who's into video games or into podcasts, share it with them. Let's let's get this show to more ears all around the world. <laughs> um, so if you'd like to further your support to the show, you can now donate a monthly contribution at a dollar a month, five dollars a month, or ten dollars a month. You can become a supporter. All you have to do is go over to my anchor page, so anchor.fm slash games are fun, and click the link that says become a supporter. Uh, you can also find the link down in the show notes below or over on my social media accounts. Basically, donations are completely voluntary. You can still listen to this podcast for free. Nothing's changing. But if you just want to help the show and uh, you know toss me a buck or two, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, I do this podcast uh, on my own, out of my own pocket. It's I have a full time job. This is something that I do on the side, and I really would like to take this podcast to new levels and add new elements to it. And one of the ways that I can do that is by getting your support through donations to help fund things like getting new recording equipment, um, providing a, a, one of the things I really am looking towards is getting a, an additional microphone. I only have one. So when I have guests over to record podcasts, you know, the, the quality couldn't be as good as it, I want it to be. Um, so it's just little things like that uh, that would really help support the show. It's completely voluntary, as I said, but if you do want to do that, that I would greatly appreciate it. Um, so yeah, head over to my anchor page, become a supporter. Uh, you can, you know, a dollar a month uh, if, if you want. Um, there's there's three options there. Completely voluntary, but if you do feel the need to do it, I would, I would love you. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, 
housekeeping note before we get into the show. That is Adam Beagle from Level Grind Entertainment, of course, friend of the show. He was on the show uh, earlier this year, a couple months ago, I think. And he's joining me to do an E3 predictions episode. So all the major press conferences, Microsoft, Bethesda, Ubisoft, Nintendo, Square Enix, we're going to each give five predictions for what we think is going to be shown at those press conferences. Um, we don't know what each other's predictions are, are going to be, so I'm sure there's going to be a, a bit of overlap, but it's going to be really fun. Uh, it's going to be really fun to record and, and hang out and talk with Adam about E3 and what we hope to see, but it's also going to be fun for you guys. Um, some of the stuff that uh, we're going to come up with, I'm sure, is going to be one of those those predictions that are never going to happen, but we would lose our minds if they did happen. So it's going to be a really fun show. So that's next Tuesday. So make sure you tune in for that. That's a special episode that you're not going to want to miss. Uh, now let's get into the show. It's going to be a quicker show today just because uh, I actually am recording that a- a podcast with Adam uh, later today. So I, I have lots of things to do today, lots of recording to do. So I'm, I'm keeping this episode Fairly moderate, but uh, we do have some big things to to talk about, starting with Death Stranding. So, if you have listened to the show before, you know that I am very intrigued with Death Stranding, even after seeing the first tease of it uh, at E3 2016, I want to say, is when it was, yeah, I believe so. Uh, After seeing that, I was completely like intrigued right uh no one knows really what death stranding is about we know certain elements about it like that you're playing uh as norman reedus obviously famous from the walking dead he's the the main character and it's an open world game uh you have mads mickelson in it you have guillermo del toro uh lots of weird elements to it uh anyone who knows hideo kojima knows that he is a, a mastermind when it comes to creating story and creating worlds and and he's just an extremely creative guy who who thinks of things uh not just on for their their face value value he really when he he, he's an artist he he looks at things um from so many different perspectives and a lot of things don't just have one meaning they have multiple meanings Uh, that's the best way i can kind of sum up on how hideo kojima kind of his artistic direction and so you know I, I've been extremely excited for Death Stranding just due to the fact that we don't know what it is. Um, it's one of those things that it could be anything. Um, it could be convoluted and confusing, or it could be a beautiful story narrative that, you know, like it really could be anything. And I think that's where the excitement comes from, as well as like the mystery as to what this game is and what you do in it and what the story is and who the what what the gameplay elements are like you know what i mean so that that's where my excitement has come from that and before i kind of talk in about what we saw uh shown to this week i did want to talk about one thing that really grinded my gears when i was online so looking on uh reddit as well as on facebook and other websites and and, and etc i i've noticed a common theme and dialogue between a lot of people just literally bashing this game for for no reason just having this really pessimistic perspective towards it that it's confusing no one knows what it's about why are people excited you're stupid if you're excited for something that you don't even know what it is and for those people that say that the reason why i get so frustrated is that is 
exactly why I explained I'm intrigued by this game. It's exciting to kind of, you know, come up with theories as to what this game could be about and talk about little snippets of information that we've gone over the last three years and just kind of come, like I said, come up with theories on on what Death Stranding could be and 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 there's there's a lot of excitement in that and I think there it's just a really negative mindset to to come but that that's the internet for you I guess but it's just it just drives me crazy when people you know don't just don't have any optimism for for anything right yeah I mean we're we're so privileged that we get to play all these awesome creative video games that um, so many people have worked so hard on and it just it blows my mind that people dismiss them without really giving them giving it some extra thought you know what I mean so I did want to just talk about that a little bit before we got into that stuff because yeah basically we were giving given information and teases that there was something happening this week uh, Hideo Kojima was over on his Twitter showing some uh, small teasers of like these videos of handprints and all that and then yesterday what happened uh, on Tuesday is PlayStation over on their Twitch channel brought up a stream and it was the, these handprints of these black goo and every handprint that was kind of placed you could kind of see uh, like gameplay happening behind it and so that was their way excuse me of teasing the game uh, and teasing this announcement for it and then today Wednesday what happened was more and more handprints kind of covered the screen to reveal more of that gameplay trailer uh, not just gameplay trailer there was a mixture of both and then finally earlier today it all the handprints disappeared and then the trailer started it's actually about a eight and a half minute trailer um, what was looped we, we got to kind of see what was looped um, with some really quiet audio and then the audio got louder and louder as we got closer to the actual reveal and then once it started we got the that full-fledged trailer and we also got more than that we got some more stuff that they weren't showing we got new looks at new characters in the game as well as um official names for the characters that we already knew were in the game like Guillermo del Toro or Mads and stuff like that so um yeah really cool stuff I'm gonna start off by talking about um, over from IGN, they had an article that just basically sums up uh, a little bit of the trailer as well as its release date and some of the special edition bundles that are coming. So Matt Perslow over at IGN, a new Death Stranding trailer has revealed the game's release date, November 8, 2019. Yes, that's this year. It's finally happening. The game is also now up for pre-order, and there are four different versions of the game that can be purchased. The Standard Edition, Special Edition, Digital Deluxe Edition, and Collector's Edition, as revealed on the PlayStation blog. So, first, the Standard Edition is $60. It includes the game and a series of golden pre-order bonuses. Gold Sam sunglasses, gold hat, gold speed skeleton, which increases the speed of your in-game movement, and gold armor plate, which offers increased damage protection. These match up with the leaked bonuses seen earlier today. Basically, there is a leak over on the PlayStation Store of Death Stranding being able to pre-order, and it showed the pre-order bonuses, and that's what was uh, there for that. Uh, then you have the special edition, so that's $70 uh, US, and you get all the standard edition bonuses plus a steelbook case, a gold Ludens mask, 
sun sunglasses set earned through gameplay, the soundtrack, and a behind-the-scenes video. You can get the digital deluxe version for $80 US, and uh, that's only available for download. It includes all previously mentioned bonuses, plus a gold power skeleton, which enhances your ability to lift heavy cargo. The gold all-terrain skeleton, which enhances your ability to balance an uneven terrain, and a level 2 upgrade version of the gold armor plate. All right, here we go. This is the big one. Finally, for those willing to splash out $200, the collector's edition adds a life-size BB bridge baby pod statue, a bridges cargo case, and a Ludens keychain. The gameplay shown in today's trailer is the best look we've had so far at the game, but it has done little to crack the mystery about what you actually do in Death Stranding. For example, Kojima has stated that Death Stranding is all about player collaboration. Today's footage shows little that could be considered collaboration, and so it still remains to be seen how the game will play. Uh, so yeah, that's basically it uh, for that. The reason I, I recommend that you go and watch the trailer for yourself, it's still the same trend of we don't know exactly what this game is about. But now that it's been officially announced, I, I, I expect between now and its release date, we're going to see more and more of it. We're probably going to see uh, some gameplay videos of, you know, some of the likes of somebody playing the game and then having somebody kind of provide commentary on what's going on and what you're doing and what your objectives are and blah, 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 blah. So yeah, it, it's really exciting. Um, Kojima over on his Twitter tweeted something out just before the trailer officially went live and such. Um, and so he tweeted this picture of Norman Reedus uh, in the game and it says, people have built walls and become accustomed to living in isolation. Death Stranding is a completely new type of action game where the player's goal is to reconnect isolated cities and fragmented society and a fragmented society. All elements, including the story and gameplay, are bound together by the theme of strand or connection. As Sam Porter bridges, you will attempt to bridge these divisions and in doing so, create new bonds or strands through other players around the globe. Through your experience playing the game, I hope you'll come to understand the true importance of forging connections with others. Now, please enjoy the latest Death Stranding trailer. Um, so really interesting stuff. Uh, I, I don't really know too much what to make of it. Basically, what it sounds like is that these the, the, these black creatures, I think they were called BTs, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's what they were referenced as in the trailer. I think these things have kind of taken over the world in some sort of way. And basically, you're kind of res responsible for bringing back, uh, not like saving the world or anything like that, but as... Uh, Sorry, as Kojima kind of says in it, um, I think you're going to kind of be doing those, doing things that bridge things together, right? That you, you connect. Oh, man, I don't even know. See, trying to explain it is really difficult. I kind of had this theory while I was watching it that, yeah, the, the world's been taken over by this. You have Mads Mikkelsen and Troy Baker's character, like the man with the golden mask, as this kind of like terrorism group who's kind of embracing these things to take over the world. And you're basically there to kind of prevent that from happening. That's kind of my best, you know, speculation on that. But it really, I have no idea what it's about. Who knows? Maybe it's, it when it comes out, it's just going to be a convoluted mess of things that nobody understands. But nonetheless, it's really exciting to, to kind of all be held in this 
world of mystery and figuring things all out at the same time. So uh, we'll, we'll keep it updated, of course, as always, as more information on the game comes out, I'll be sure to talk about it. But I am really excited that it's coming out this year. That's the big takeaway from this. Um, for, yeah, like the last couple of years, we've been wondering, when is this game going to be coming out? Is it ever going to come out? Considering that we still just saw gameplay last E3, and it, again, that gameplay was pretty minimal. It was just... Um, Norman Reedus' character walking around this open world with different packages and stuff. So it was really odd, um, really odd trailer. But we we finally got more more look at combat, uh, melee combat, gunplay combat, um, using different mechanics, things in the world uh, like motorcycle, vehicles, uh, these ladders to kind of help you get from different things. Uh, like grapple ropes to climb down mountains, that kind of stuff. So it's it's a good good big first look at this game that we've actually really had. So I'm excited. I'm interested in what you guys are thinking about Death Stranding. Um, there seems to be kind of like I said, people are split down the middle of whether they're really intrigued and and excited about it or they like could care less because they they really don't understand it um so yeah right into the show games are fun podcast at gmail.com let me know what you think and yeah that's it for death stranding talk let's move on to the next topic of conversation and that is pokemon's conference uh earlier this week so this was really, really weird. So basically, the Pokemon company announced that they were going to do this press conference. Um, they, they've done these press conferences previously, and we've had some bigger announcements and whatnot. Uh, but they held this press conference, and here's everything that was included in it. So this is from Tom Phillips over at Eurogamer.net. Um, be prepared. This is just a, a, a fair warning here that this is very weird news. I don't care about any of it really. Um, but I wanted to report it because it is a high, uh, trending topic right now. So, uh, overnight, the Pokemon company announced four new Pokemon games and services during a brief, but busy press conference, a new detective Pikachu game, a new cloud-based Pokemon storage and trading service, a new mobile game where you battle legendary trainers and a sleep tracking app. So you never, so you're never free from Pokemon, even while unconscious. The new Detective Pikachu game will act as a sequel to the first one that was released on the 3DS back in 2016. If you've not played it and have only seen this year's Ryan Reynolds starring Detective Pikachu film, it's worth knowing the movie is only loosely based on the game and that this new sequel will offer a different ending to the one you saw play out on screen. No spoilers here, but you know the moment we mean. I don't because I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, There's no footage or release date yet. Also, no word on Danny DeVito. Uh, next up, Pokemon Home. This app for Switch and smartphones is your next-gen Pokemon bank storage services with trading features built in to swap pocket monsters between friends or others worldwide. There's no word on pricing or a subscription plan, but it'll launch early 2020. Uh, basically, they had this... Oh, here it is. So from the looks of the graphic above, Home will offer a one-way transfer between existing games... Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, and from Pokemon Bank, and a two-way transfer to and from the upcoming Switch games Pokemon Sword and Shield. This keeps existing games with their current set of Pokemon, but means the upcoming Switch games will presumably be compatible with all Pokemon released so far, along with its newest species. Not content with filling your days with Pokemon... Not con... What? 
not content content with filling your days with Pokemon. Another new app will let you turn your sleep into Pokemon gameplay as well. The appropriately named Pokemon Sleep is a smartphone sleep tracking game due in 2020 that will, according to TPC, the Pokemon company, bring a gameplay experience unlike any other and which several Snorlax consulted on. Pokemon Go maker Niantic is also involved in this as there will be yet another new version of the popular Pokemon Go Plus accessory. The latest incarnation will be the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, which can be placed next to your pillow at night to track sleep, as well as working as a standard Go Plus during your travels each day. To celebrate all that, Snorlax will be spawning in Pokemon Go until 3rd of June with the exclusive move sleep and finally the new smartphone game worked upon by nintendo mobile partner dina has been announced as pokemon masters apparently inspired by a ken sugimori 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 i believe idea of having a game which featured all the series trainers this game will see you battle gym leaders rivals and more from the franchise in team-based battles screenshots show a topless proc (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like how they include that. Plus Blue, Misty, Cynthia, and more. Out of everything announced today, Pokemon Masters is the closest to release sometime in 2019 for iOS and Android. And that's your lot for now, at least. A dedicated Nintendo Direct fo- focusing entirely on Pokemon Sword and Shield will be broadcast at 2pm UK time on June 5th. So, let's break this down. The first thing is... Regardless of what you think about all this and you're just like, what the heck, I want more info on Pokemon Sword and Shield, that is still happening next week. I'm sure we'll be talking about it um, on the show as well. Uh, Yeah, really weird, weird press conference. I watched it. I think it was like just over a half hour long. Um, Obviously, a sequel to a Detective Pikachu game starting off with that is pretty big news, but it just was delivered in such a weird way i think they just wanted to capitalize on the idea that everyone's kind of still talking about detective pikachu because it just came out this month and um they're just like hey because they know that there's probably some people that watch the movie and now are are coming on to pokemon for the first time ever and so if their introduction to pokemon was through detective pikachu and you know they have a they have a switch already or whatever um I don't know, like it's just is a really weird thing for me to, for for them to kind of push and say that they're working on a game and no have released no details. It's just like, yep, we're working on a sequel. It's like, okay, like anyone can kind of figure that out. Why bother with making an announcement out of it? I don't know. I just think it could have been cooler if they waited and then waited to, to release that announcement for something with gameplay or an official title or more even teaser a teaser trailer or something like that made more sense to me um the pokemon home feature is really good i was kind of wondering what kind of pokemon bank system we were going to have for the nintendo switch now that we're transitioning from pokemon games on the 3ds over onto the switch for those of you don't know the pokemon bank is basically this service that you can use to store all your pokemon through and you could transfer them into different games so uh, you it was really helpful with 3ds because like i could play Pokemon Sun and Moon and transfer Pokemon into the bank and then, you know, take them out through uh, some of the other games as well. And so it's just a a really great kind of service for you to kind of catalog and keep all your Pokemon, right? Because you only have so much storage inside the game. And so this is also a way for you to kind of transfer between things. I like the inclusion of Pokemon Go into this Pokemon Home service. So this is a cool 
thing that we got to know about. Um, moving on though to the other thing, uh, Pokemon Sleep. This was really weird. I don't understand. They showed this big kind of like trailer for it and then it just is like you're sleeping with your Pokemon. I don't really understand it. It's supposed to be a game. Um, it's more of a uh, an announcement teaser. Like they, they didn't reveal all the information on how it works and everything. So that's why people are so confused. But I mean, just the concept of it alone is quite weird. The fact that you are sleeping with your Pokemon, like it's just, it was weird to me. I don't know. I feel uncomfortable about it. It feels weird. Uh, I don't, I can't make any sense of it. So yeah, weird. Uh, I like to, to see that Pokemon um, Masters. That I, they showed a little, a very brief amount of gameplay with that. And that looks quite cool. Um, I mean, Pokemon has never really wanted to have cutting edge graphics and and everything like that and so it makes sense that pokemon is transitioning more into the mobile market of course pokemon go is the biggest pokemon game but we even got uh some other ones like the pokemon quest is is making it made its way onto uh, mobile devices as well as switch and such uh but you got pokemon rumble and everything like that um so it makes sense i'm I, I'm excited. I mean, I, a Pokemon mobile game, everyone has phones, right? Like, uh, I think that's that's cool. I'm interested in seeing more. But for now, I mean, I, I don't know why they did this press conference in, in summary. Like, it just, it seems weird to me. It seems like they felt like they needed to say something, but didn't necessarily have anything to say that was really that important, but decided to go ahead with it anyways. Um, really weird press conference. I'm hoping that we get some big details with, uh, Sword and Shield next week. What I think is going to happen is I don't think they've actually announced with this Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct on how much time they're actually going to be spending talking about the game. I know that the first Direct was pretty brief. It was like seven minutes or so, um, when we got the announcement for Pokemon Sword and Shield. So what I'm kind of thinking is that they're going to be spending a lot of time and showing off the game and everything. And then they're going to be like, also, if you want to know more about Pokemon Sword and Shield, make sure you tune into our Nintendo Treehouse Live, which is kind of like their live stream uh, interview segment showing off gameplay of things after their kind of Nintendo Direct for E3. So that's what I think is going to happen. Um, but I'm expecting for the Direct to kind of get people back and excited for Pokemon because this was a, a big fail in my my eyes. This was um, it, like there is a ton of memes coming out of this. So I, I don't know, maybe, not, you know, any publicity is good publicity, but it's hard to say. Anyways, let's move on. June 2019, if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you are going to be able to play uh, a couple awesome games this month. Uh, so the first one is Borderlands The Handsome Collection, and the second is Sonic Mania. So Borderlands The Handsome Collection includes uh, Borderlands 2, as well as Borderlands The Pre-Sequel, as well as DLC for both those games. Uh and then Sonic Mania is basically, I think Sonic Mania, I so I'm not actually familiar with Sonic Mania because um, I'm not a big Sonic guy. It came out, I want to say a couple years ago, and um, I, I believe, I don't know if it's a collection of games, maybe I should look that up, Sonic Mania. 
um, if it's a collection of games or if it's just one brand new Sonic game. So Sonic Mania is a 2017 platform game published by Sega, blah, blah, blah. Commemoration of Sonic the Hedgehog series 25th. Yeah, so it's like a new game, I guess. Uh, it takes place over 12 levels, including... So, yeah, it's basically going back to the good old days of... I thought it was maybe like a collection of Sonic games. But anyways, that's that's awesome. I knew that Sonic Mania actually was pretty well received. People enjoyed it quite a bit. It was the first Sonic game in a long time that people really liked. So, I mean, you got two really good games. You can kind of get yourself... It's funny that I see that the Borderlands uh, Handsome Collection is now free because so many people went out and bought it uh, because Borderlands 3 was revealed. Um, it includes everything except for Borderlands, but you can basically buy Borderlands Remastered on PS4, Xbox One, and it is available for like 25 bucks or something like that, and then you can get these games for free on PlayStation. I mean, you basically have everything you need in order to get prepared for Borderlands 3, uh, so that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, we don't know what, it, like I said, we don't know what's happening with Games with Gold this month. Uh, let me just double check. As, while I'm recording this live, you guys get to the behind the scenes look of the this process. Um, let's see if they've been announced yet. Yeah, uh, I can't seem to find them. So yeah, we'll probably get those later today or uh, later this week because they're going to have to be available by this Saturday. So um, yeah, that's it for the, the show this week. I know it's a shorter one, but uh, really do tune in next week for that E3 predictions episode. I'm going to be posting that all over my social medias uh, more than once probably because I really want to make sure that people are listening to that and kind of get an inside look at what we think is going to happen what's going to happen at E3. Um, the reason why I'm also excited for it is those of you who have listened to the show for a while now know that last year when I started this podcast, one of my first episodes was E3 predictions for 2018. Uh, it, E3 is one of my favorite things um, if in video games is having those awesome reveal moments, shadow drops, games that are coming out and available now, um, and all, all the hype trailers that we get to see. That That's what is so fun about being uh, a video game fan is we get to have moments like that and share it with the other other gamers and, and different communities and stuff like that. So I'm really looking forward to E3 this year. Um, a lot of people say it's dying. I don't think it is. I think it's still as strong as ever. And I think this press press conferences that uh, a lot of these major companies are doing are going to be pretty big and we're going to have some pretty big announcements from them. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Make sure you tune in next week. And until then, enjoy the rest of your week. Go watch that Death Stranding trailer over on uh, YouTube and uh, have fun trying to figure out what it all means. Anyways, we'll talk to you guys later.